The following is a hoop ball presentation. Four score going for more. Four Raptors victories in a row, and then we hit the pause button until Saturday. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hoop Ball Toronto Raptors podcast. I am here with Kieran Smythe. Good evening. And Ben Harrison. What's up, everybody? And I am Brendan Hodgins. Kieran, can you tell the fine folks where to find you online? You can find me on Instagram at kdilla1981 and on Twitter at k underscore dilla. And Ben, where can they see what you're saying? Yeah, you can find me for all things uh, basketball or uh, golf or sometimes goofy pet videos. That's on Twitter or Instagram <laughs> at Benny and the Raps. Excellent. And I can be found at Brendan Hodgins on Twitter. Uh, also, please follow the podcast at Hoopball Raptors. That's for both Twitter and Instagram. And if you have a minute, please head down to hoop-ball.com for all your basketball needs, DFS, fantasy, and wager advice, all there at hoop. Uh, the website again, hoop-ball.com. Well, Another game, another victory. Like we said, uh, the first time they've won four in a row since the first time they won three in a row, which was uh, in between February 16th and the 21st. Uh, the competition during that span was a little bit better, though. And I believe because Washington won today, they're still not in 10th place. I believe Washington is up by a half game. Although the Chicago Bulls lost today, got crushed by Cleveland, so they fall a half game behind. Uh, Kieran, was there anything from this game, you know, with the new guys back, et cetera, et cetera, that uh, you want to talk about specifically first? Um, well, I mean, first thing, yeah, it was the first time that, you know, Lowry, Ananobi, Siakam, and Van Vliet have all played together for, I think, since the end of March, something like that. So um, it's good to see everyone back. Um, shaky start. They looked better coming off the bench after their first, you know, break, but. Uh, a rough beginning good finish we got the win i mean like at what point am i supposed to start cheering for these guys to actually win and like try to get into this this play and thing because it's it's tough rooting for this tank when we go on streaks like this and um it's a great game but siakam and uh og were the stars tonight clearly um we lost boucher we'll see i didn't see much other than i think it was like a a, a knee sprain or something like that yeah knee, your knee sprain but uh very little information at this point right? yeah so. so who knows they might just be taking it safe and hopefully maybe he's back but uh we'll find out more um but yeah i know it was all around good game lots of assists and things like that I like to see um we got the big guys still crashing boards and all that stuff so um not much from trent this time around um, Boucher, while he was in, still managed seven rebounds in 10 minutes, so he was out there. Although, severely, you know, you could tell a couple times how undersized he was. Um, DeAndre Jordan, that dunk there, I think, in the first half yeah. where he just clobbered him. It didn't even look like he was there from far out, just a big two-handed dunk on him. So, uh, And then Blake oh, Griffin also yeah, pushed just, him right out of the way. Yeah, yeah. At that point, I was like, oh, okay, it's time to, you know, sit down and let the big boys do their thing for a bit. But... Uh, you know, otherwise he hustled. Um, 
didn't get much production out of Gillespie um, points-wise or anything, but he was out there, you know, hustling when he couldn't, getting his hands into things. So, um, yeah, all around a good, good game from everybody. Um, didn't see much from Malachi Flynn, unfortunately, but that's, you know, t- to be expected with, you know, our both our point guards coming back and, you know, OG back and everything. So we're pretty full up there, but it was still nice to see him a lot. Um the games that they weren't there so it was a, that was the one big shame we didn't get to see much time from him but not unexpected uh, but yeah solid effort all around from everybody all right uh ben was there something specific uh, that uh, you want to touch on here before we get into it oh i don't know kieran uh kieran covered it pretty well there um it was too bad like just about every game now the players you're looking forward to seeing end up not being out there uh no kevin durant no james harden for this one mm-hmm. Um, an interesting thing they pointed out on TV um, was that uh, this is the only time in James Harden's career that he's ever missed eight games in a row, okay. which is huh. pretty impressive. You know, there's a lot of ta- trash that gets talked about him, and a lot of it's deserved, I guess. But, you know, you can hate on his uh, style of play, but he's never one of those guys that's practiced load management or, like, hasn't gone out there every night. So mm-hmm. so you got to like that about him. Uh, yeah, Blake Griffin, he was uh, he looked pretty good out there, actually. He's not... Uh, He's definitely not dead and buried yet. No. Um, yeah, he can't. Uh, definitely can't sky up like he used to, of course. But uh, he's still got a really good post game, especially when he's working against uh, Chris Boucher there. Yeah, someone um, always a hundred pounds yeah. less than he does. Yeah, yeah, and he can still, you know, <laughs> he can still spread it around the floor. He can make the hard passes, and uh, and he can shoot it from deep too. So, so that was a nice pickup for them. Um, just looking at Brooklyn, but uh, yeah, to, uh, Kieran covered Toronto pretty well. Um, yeah, that dunk on uh, by DeAndre Jordan was pretty Fantastic. awesome. I didn't know he could still do that. That was an unfortunate switch for uh, Boucher too, because I think uh, Gillespie was on the floor at the time. He just uh, they got switched up, but uh, but yeah. So uh, I don't know. I guess yeah, good. We got the win. I yeah. guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ready to like cheer for this yet but at the same time we're just making it so that we're just not going to get in maybe and it's uh that's that's kind of what we said at the start of all this it's like don't let like, go one way or the other you know let's make it cool but well, if we're not kind of going one way with it you know four in a row we're trying oh yeah we definitely are no one's making it easy on us but like it, we'll see what happens we'll see you're still a there's a rough road ahead so well, Sam Mitchell uh, on the post game there pointed out he was like, "Well, if they were truly trying to tank, I know we joke about it, but would they have gone and like filled their glaring hole at center and brought in two guys to like you know turn this thing around?" So yeah, we I know did we that at the time guys, when we were pretty depleted though too, right? So we kind of that too. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. but no, I yeah, mean, like yeah, they yeah, had like, to sign Gillespie. Like, but if we were if we weren't trying to tank, why did we wait so long to do what was such a wait? glaring yeah. hole? Right? Like, okay, do we wait yeah. until like we should be tanking to do this? Um, but, but shout out to not playing Baines, Bembry, or Johnson, though. That is a huge, uh, like this team actually looks okay. Like when you look at this, the lineup right now, like, you know, we've got a good starting lineup, like, which is our starters for this year. And like the back guys we got now, it's not bad. So, I mean, like you said, it is a good look now that we've got those, the holes fixed. We didn't win this rebounding battle, but it was 50 to 48, 48 being, you know, well above our, uh, our average right now. So, I mean, we're still trending up and keeping up with other teams so um yeah it's it's getting it is getting tough to you know not that i'm actively cheering against them i'm still like enjoying watching them win and stuff and coming around to like okay fine let's see how we do in the playoffs but still it makes me worry about what we're gonna look like next year and you know have to be fighting to get into the playoffs again or like 
you know, exciting with some fresh new talent. So we'll see. Yeah, well, on, on the note, your your final note there, I, I'm assuming by the time, you know, the next NBA season gets around, COVID should be a thing of the past as far as the effect that it had, like compared to the effect that it had this year. Mm-hmm. I imagine yep. there'll still be stuff that'll be happening, but most of the players will be vaccinated. Um, most of the population will be vaccinated. They'll probably be back in Canada, although if you live in Ontario right now, you just can't see that. <laughs> um, yeah. So you won't have that, well, you know, the absence in the middle of the season, then losing nine straight, et cetera, et cetera, which put them where they are now. And then the guys taking forever to get back from uh, their conditioning back, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can only speculate, you know, those games don't automatically become wins or anything, but yeah, definitely you'd think at least a couple of them flip. So yeah. So you win half those and you're in like seventh right now. Yeah. 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 And there was even like the games afterwards when they started when they did come back, but then they weren't healthy yet. And then there, that's another like ten games where I think we only won two. Yeah. So yeah, although they were emphatically, we, yeah. Well, we just went uh, what was it two and thirteen, and now we're um, seven, seven and four and here. Three, like, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Do I talk about Birch's threes yet? He got the he got the one big one at the end. I was going to give him credit because earlier in the third, I saw him, uh, he was out wide open, you know, thought about it, didn't. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, good job, good job. And then he took another one and missed it. And I was like, okay, there's your one. You tried. But then, yeah, he hit the open one at the end. So, you know, good on you, I guess. Keep it, keep it. That's that's good. I like that that number. One for two. He's actually (laughs) got probably a pretty decent three-point percentage with us. How I think about it, because he's always oh, kind definitely. of about that. So, um, yeah, he he's learned uh, from the Kieran school of thought. It's like less is more here. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, don't force it. Um, but yeah, no, that was uh, at the end of the game. I saw him hit that. I was happy for him. You know, new <laughs> new part of his repertoire. I think it's going to happen too. Like because they've been getting crazy minutes, um, especially compared to what they've been given throughout their careers. Like, yeah, um, I think he did twenty five minutes. He did 25, and at no point, like, for the entire game, either one of Ken Birch or Gillespie was on the floor um, for the entire time. So so that was pretty cool. The other uh, funny number I saw was uh, New Freddy, which is what I'm calling him, is uh, he had more <laughs> blocks than points. He had uh, five yeah, blocks five tonight. Blocks. Yeah, only four points, but... Uh, yeah, call he Freddy. makes himself known on defense. Absolutely. Yeah, he's getting more comfortable out there too. Like with the big league game, you can tell. Um, I guess not offensively so much, but definitely on defense. Uh, yeah, he's settling in. Do we know anything oh. about like why um, Watson or Hood weren't uh, active? Yeah, Watson. Uh, I saw it was tendonitis. They put it down as, or okay. sorry, Hood. I think they were both tendonitis. Just one was tendonitis in the knee, and the other was tendonitis in like the hip. Oh, actually, I got it right here. It was the right knee for Hood and the left knee for left Paul knee. Watson. Oh, okay. <laughs> Broken right. finger. So that's just a chronic Paul injury. shooting knee from last game. Yeah. That's one of those chronic injuries where sometimes it affects you, sometimes it doesn't. So I imagine it's just kind of like you, they, they didn't really need them. You know, they, this is the first time in a while that they had, like, they had three guys that they didn't even play. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. I feel like those guys earned to not play. Like, you know, you earned those spots. <laughs> but Yeah, that's going to keep up. Like, yeah. we've seen, you know, the ceiling of Bembry and Stanley Johnson. Like, we know what we've got. If we want to bring them back, 
probably yeah, won't. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. With the, the lineup we've got right now, like, no, yeah, that's... There's no sense. You're not going to play. doesn't ever make sense to put you on. No one needs rest that badly. Um, <laughs> you're great, guys, you know, but... On a funny note there, so this was the 28th uh, different starting lineup of the oh, year. Oh, was that yeah. a real stat? I thought you were exaggerating for a joke. No, no, no they were no, talking actually, about that. It's, it's our season. Franchise, uh, ties a franchise yeah. record. Yeah, franchise uh, best or whatever. Be- <laughs> um, yeah. Which is most. funny, though, most. and none of the starters like have played together in well what like you said like it's since march or something along the lines i think it was lines. march 28th i think it was when they were talking about that that they mentioned it i think so yeah and then they played them all over 35 minutes or just some of them just shy of 35 minutes the four guys yeah so yeah this is going yeah. back to the old school raptors style where it's like just throw the starters out there for you know 90 percent of the game and yeah. uh, no matter how well everyone's been doing without them um, and the other thing too with that, it's like, I mean, I know they've been doing some conditioning, I'm sure often it's like, you know, practicing whatnot, but like, yeah, there's, there's no easing into it. Eh? It's just like, okay, you're back all in, you know, go. But Part I mean, we got two days too. rest after this. So yeah, exactly. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I thought Nick nurse was smart though. Cause he, he, um, he had the bench come out to start the second, I believe. And they kind of, uh, cause the starters, big, right yeah, that was yeah. big, big. Yeah. That's what starters I said, like, had a, yeah, really right. tough time in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this, the bench kind of propped them up there for a little bit. And then when they came back out, they came back out. But, yeah, I know they look good coming back, but they struggled out in the start. I think I have a message yeah, you guys that said they, they look like um, a team who's, you know, learned how to tank when they were out. But Yeah, <laughs> yeah so they went for uh, that. I had the uh, the starters went or whatever whoever was in there for the first quarter went uh, yeah we were two for thirteen from deep to start the game yeah. and Lowry and Van Fleet were zero for six in the first quarter so well they were four for twenty at one point like they shot five yeah. percent almost almost going into the half mm-hmm. which means they would have had to have shot like eighty five percent in the second half from three yeah. just to get to thirty six so yeah that was the one That's thing so I didn't good. like tonight was like as soon as the starters came back those three point attempts just shot through the roof again right. So didn't don't love that, but we did forty they, almost forty two in the second half. Yeah, yeah. They but, did sort of change up their style a little bit as they went into the second half as well. Like the fast breaks started kind of like the they started scoring off their yeah. defense a little bit, which is nice. Yeah, I had that down too. We had uh, twenty fast breaks, uh, fast break points in this game, which is not a crazy number, but it's it's pretty good and. That's kind of more in line with what we do as a team. Get a lot of transition points, and uh, yeah, we're all about it's that. just not possible if you don't have at least one of Freddie or Kyle Lowry out there. So that was good to get yeah. back to that for sure. The passing, they you kind of need that there. Yeah, but it was good to see that uh, Siakam hasn't uh, you know regressed back. Like he seems to have finally found it the second half of this year here. Yeah, uh, you know he still has the occasional bad game, but it's been more lines like this is another good twenty-seven there, Kieran. Absolutely, yeah, really good. He still, you know, he shot you know forty percent from three, only took five, didn't overdo it. Um, it wasn't like working super great, but that's still a nice percentage. Almost got the double double, nine rebounds, <laughs> and another one like that I like to see is from him is the assists. Like he's been doing really well. I think he's it's a pers- uh, career best right now is his uh, assist for the season. Yeah. But uh, these last few games, yeah, it's always around six or seven. And, uh, well, the last few games he's played, um, six or seven. And, uh, yeah, I really want to see that move forward. And he's attacking the rim more, which we've noticed from him and OG for a while now. So, um, yeah, I definitely like that he's kind of come back to 
where we sort of wanted and expected him to be. So, um, yeah, we're seeing some yeah. good things. Yeah, I thought it was in my head that, like, uh, he's kind of completely changed his offensive game, just gotten away from the perimeter almost entirely a lot of nights. Um, but they, they actually put up a stat on, on TV the other day. And um, in the first uh, three months of the season, December to March, he was only taking 11 drives per game and hitting only 50% of those, um, just sitting out on the perimeter far too much. But um, since the calendar flipped to April, um, he's been taking it to the rim uh, just about 21 times per game, oh and he's goodness. hitting a 65% clip. Yeah, double it. So almost. that's like 75% wow. of his offense now, and that's what you want, right? Yeah, no, it's noticeable yeah. difference. It kind of, I think it was around the time when him and Nick Nurse had their big blowout. And That's uh, right, yeah. Yeah, he got fined, or didn't get fined in the end, but it was part of he got fined, whatever happened there, but... <laughs> I don't pay you to shoot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, whatever, whatever they you know got personal, they had their their little moment, and since then it's been much better for him. The one thing I'll miss uh, when the crowds come back is him screaming bloody murder oh, yeah. every time he goes to the rim and yeah. tries to get the foul. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is you also you hear him yell "and one" yeah. as he puts it up. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. You still catch a little bit of that here and there in, uh, in real time, but not uh, not like. Oh, he's loud. Now yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, like Ben said, uh, this was a game that the Raptors almost went sort of big here. Uh, they always had the two centers, like true centers, on the floor, um, and they kind of made their presence felt. Like you said, neither of them had these like incredible stat lines. I mean, five blocks is nothing to sneeze at, mm-hmm. but you definitely noticed them out there. There was, you know, between the two of them, I think they had five offensive rebounds. And that's kind of what you want from those two guys, right? They uh, made some heads-up plays, too. I think Birch had two nice assists where he went to the opposite corner for open threes, yeah, right? Yeah. So. yeah, and the third, I um, yeah, that's literally all we've ever wanted. You know, that's all we expected from Baines. Like, don't really care about production. <laughs> Get those rebounds, you know. If it's not there, move the ball around. And, uh, you know, find the open guys in the perimeter and all that and give us better looks from three because we shoot threes. We don't need you to be one of those guys shooting threes. So uh, we need you to be pulling people away from the three-point line, like the defense, pull them in. So, um, yeah, it's it's great. That's literally what we needed from these guys and what we need at, in, as far as bigs, right? I mean, we'll, if we would get, get a big who could score, obviously we'd take that, but we don't need it. we got a lot of scorers and offensive uh, pieces right now, so... We just need you to fill in the gaps, which is defense, rebounds, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. And the uh, the what what happened there? This is the same thing that you talked about last time. Like you know, said Boucher had seven rebounds in ten minutes, ten minutes right before yeah. he got yeah. hurt. That's part of those two guys being there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. As we said last time, him and Utah can really capitalize because they just come in and they're already tall and long and. Uh, come in when the guys are getting boxed out they can sneak in and steal some rebounds like that nice and easy Ben now you watch this game and obviously there was players missing from uh, Brooklyn but was there a dynamic with the starters here that you saw was different from the way it's been the last three games with the uh, you know more of the bench mob sort of style with our guys um yeah, well, like I said, we definitely seem to have a lot more pace. Um, I'd have to look into it, but uh, I, I definitely think we like had a lot more offensive possessions on the night than we've been having the last few nights. Um, you know, those fast break points are great that we don't see a lot of. Um, 
a few guys don't seem to like coming off the bench. Like Gary Trent didn't have much of a game at all, right? He went two for nine, um, um, and only about uh, I think it was only like fifteen minutes. Or am I making that up? Less Hold than on. That, yeah. Yeah, fourteen thirty-five. Yeah, something. fourteen minutes only. So yeah, and he went. He was shooting while he was out there, but uh, only hit two for nine. So, not to turn a phrase, but I guess this really is the new norm. But um, yeah, but um, not too much else. Like I said, I didn't love that we got back to just uh, high volume threes, but but it was still. I don't know. I guess they came more of in the flow of the offense. Definitely. Uh, yeah, just uh, yeah. I like what we're seeing now with the two guys underneath. Like we said. That is one of those things with Gary Trent, though. Like you saw it in the last game there when he when he ended up getting, you know, he, he took twenty five shots, but for the first ten, I think he was like two for ten, and then it was in the second half that it like came around. He's one of those guys where he's got to find a rhythm. So yeah, yeah, and with yeah. limited minutes like that, you're not going to really get that opportunity. Well, he's just so so reliant on the jump shot too, right? Like uh, yeah, if if his shot's not falling, it's just not his night, and yeah, but. Yeah, I think he came out immediately, went and did a little uh, mid-range jump shot. It fell. I was like, okay, good look, you know, make his own shot. Because we've been struggling up until that point, too, right? This is, you know, midway through the first. Came out, hit that. I was like, okay, good. Next play comes up, does like a little step to the side three, bricks out. And I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, I don't know. Just go with what's been working. Don't, like, it wasn't, it just wasn't a good shot. You know, we didn't move the ball around much. It was just a quick, let me see if I can hit this kind of thing. It's like, yeah. You know, integrate yeah, it into the ball. offense, get set, you know, get a good wide open shot, not just I'm going to take a step away from the defender and pop it for no reason kind of thing. So it's a Russell Westbrook kind of move. <laughs> but, I mean, everyone, yeah, yeah. they all do it, but I just, I didn't like to see that from him. And it, you know, in the end, didn't really do much to like help his game. Whereas I think it could have made sense to move the ball around, get an assist or something. But, uh, you know, that's, he's not known for that, so. Yeah, I saw that one. Whoever was uh, guarding him really had clamped him down. I'm like, yeah, just get the ball out of your hands at that point. Don't yeah, uh, yeah. try and pull some Kobe crap. But, we didn't need it. Um, the other thing I saw there, Brendan, was um, the turnover numbers came way down. Well, yeah, way down, yeah. I guess. Um, what do we have? Ten as a team only, which is uh, about half of what we had been doing. So, I see ten. Okay, I guess they must have changed the number there uh, right after the game. Um well, what also the thing with that though is like twenty three assists too, right? So you have more than double the assists yeah. of your turnovers, which is yeah. And the other night, I think we had eighteen to sixteen or whatever it was, which is yeah, you know, not pro ball. So, well, that's what's going to happen when you get your two guards back, right? So yeah, four so turnovers for Ananobi. Oof. Yeah, yeah uh, he had a pretty happen. good game though. He had that. He did, did you see his huge uh, hammer dunk there, the one hander. Yeah. Um, oh, that was nice. Yeah. Took him a little while to get going, but once he got there, he uh, he went. Well, I'm starting turnovers. to think. Like he's starting to look like maybe he's going to be our most like impactful player. Like not the flashiest guy, and he's not going to fill up the box score as much. But like you just see when he's in the lineup, yeah, our defense like it ripples throughout. The defense is just a whole. Like it's a whole other look. Um, OG is the least flashiest guy there is. <laughs> yeah, both like uh, in his personality and like yeah, on and off the floor. Yeah, right? yeah. But, but I swear, like our defense, it's like uh, when you watch the Heat without Butler or like Utah without Gobert. When he comes in, it's just uh, it's a whole other. He's a game changer. So he's going to be a huge part if we are to be successful in the next few years. Yeah, that was one of those things where there was a few different opportunities, I guess, to pick up some stars 
over the last couple of years. Like I remember there was a whole thing about Kawhi might have come back to the Raptors if they traded to get Paul George. Mm-hmm. Like that was part of the uh, the whole thing. But OG was always a part of whatever it was, and that's why Masai turned down all the various different offers. Yeah, uh, you one don't want to transform our team, right? Like he's part of yeah. our team's identity, and then it's like just to cater to a star we're going to try to get a star and make the team about them like no that's not who this team is you're a part of this team or you're not a part of this team but we're not going to transform it on a whim for one guy and part of that too like uh one of og's turnovers was he he, it went like he kind of slipped and he dribbled it off his foot so that's what it seems like he's more likely to turn it over by like kind of falling over himself than actually making a bad decision (laughs) so that'll Okay. That'll come up, but that's something you can like that comes along easier. It's just like as he handles the ball, ball more, yeah, those just starts turnovers happen less. Guys that throw away the ball tend to always just throw away the ball, yeah, yeah. Well, you're right because he's not really like he doesn't pass very much. What do you have 25 points, two assists tonight, and that's kind of his usual thing, so he doesn't pass too much. So you'd think, One assist. yeah, it shouldn't be too many turnovers, but. Which is what you're going to get now. Yeah, so there's the one game left this week here, and you know it's kind of two days in between, and it's against the Knicks, who are, I believe, surging right now. Mm-hmm. So that game is going to be a big um, indicator about you know where the team is going to go here. Um, yeah, Knicks are one last seven and are eight and two in the last ten, and they're solidly, you know, in the playoff mix. They're currently in overtime right now, up by 10, 137 to 127 over the Hawks. Well, did you see, I I was watching that earlier too, Uh, Trey Young went down tonight pretty bad. Oh Oh, God, why? What happened? Yeah. So they were winning, Atlanta was winning, I think, until that point. I have Trey on the fantasy team, what happened to him? Not for long, I don't think. Uh, I don't know, I don't have too much on it, but... uh, I just well, saw them, uh, saw the shot of them picking them up off do. the floor, you know. Okay. Well, anyways, back to the Toronto Raptors hoopball yeah. podcast. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> have you seen much, uh, like, have you been watching any of the Knicks there, Ben? Like, is there anything that you think of with this matchup that's going to be particularly tough for the Raptors? Tough? Well, Julius Randle keeps kicking ass all year. Um, he should at least finish in the top five in MVP voting, I want to say, when it's all said and done. Um, he's been really, really great. Um, RJ Barrett, I always love to watch, just not just because he's on my fantasy team, but because because uh, uh, he's, yeah, great uh, great Canadian uh, baller there. Um, and he's really been up in his game this year, I think. His three-point shooting has really come a long way. I think he's been shooting like 45% since the All-Star break. And Excellent. that's after he shot like 20 last year or something. So, um, so yeah, we'll see. I was, um, I couldn't remember how the last one ended. I know it wasn't too long ago we played them, but uh, I know it was close. So, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, it was a no, game uh, last time. I think I'm sure we were missing at least a couple key players. Yeah, like we yeah. have been. And so. uh, the big one, we'll see. We'll see if Chris Boucher's back or not. If that was just a rolled ankle or what. It looked pretty ugly when they slowed it down. Uh, that guy just completely stepped on his ankle and turned it the wrong way. But they're calling it um, a knee thing, so yeah, we'll see what uh, what ended up happening to him. Yeah, yeah, he's the uh, he was the he's the only guy who's played every game this year too. So it'd be nice to see him come back, but I kind of doubt it based on the way he went down there. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, we'll there we go. For, uh, and then, you know, it's get, uh, the schedule doesn't get easier after the Knicks, as we kind of already talked about. Wait, wait, wait. A lot of West Coast teams, you know, Utah, I think Denver's in there, the Lakers. So, I mean, it gets easier right after the Knicks. We play Cleveland. Well, Cleveland, yeah. But, but yeah, I'll Cleveland on Monday, yeah. and then it's a hard left turn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we bottom yeah. out. Gets easier, yeah. and then we we, yeah, we go up. So yeah, those are two definitely winnable games. The Knicks are pretty hot, like you said, but uh, it's still winnable, especially you know with a couple of days rest, with a full yeah. maybe squad, um, definitely fuller than it's been. So even if Boucher's not there, it's still a lot more. What did they? I think I think I saw a total between the guys was like eighty points between uh, Ananobi, yeah, Van Vliet, and all that. Yeah. yeah. So you know that's a lot of firepower to bring back. So. Um, I mean, if we're going to be cheering for them to get in, you know, these are two pretty important games against, you know, East Coast uh, or Eastern Conference uh, rivals. Yeah, and so. the Knicks one's at a, it's like one or something like that. It's a really weird time game. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't realize. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's one on Saturday, so. Okay, cool. Well, we'll have to, you know, see what happens in the next uh, couple of days here with Boucher, but then other than that, it's a big, you know, afternoon game against the Knicks. Uh Ben, thank you uh, for joining me here today. Oh, pleasure, sir, as always. Kieran, always a pleasure, like Ben says. Yes, sir. We'll see you next time. Yeah, everybody out there, thank you for joining us. If you have a chance, please give us some five stars and any reviews that you'd like to give us over on iTunes. Uh, We appreciate you guys listening. And as always, we love you, B. Have a good one. Bye-bye. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.